0: Hey, y'all editing Steven here with a quick message at the top of the episode. Um, if you've been in our discord the past few days, then you probably already uh, guessed, but this is most likely going to be the last, uh, Disney minus reverse rebirth episode for a little while. Uh, Kat's mom passed away recently. And so she is taking a break from Disney minus in general. Nero and I will still be doing our regular Disney movie episodes, but, um, These Kingdom Hearts episodes obviously are going to be taking a break as well until Pat gets back. Um, In the meantime, may your heart be your guiding key and uh, hug your mom if she's in your life. to disney minus reverse rebirth the side off week uh podcast for disney minus where instead of talking about disney movies i am talking to cat about the kingdom hearts games my name is steven
1: i'm cat and i'm going to try and continue my streak this week of not calling riku a shit bitch as often. yes i'm not gonna (laughs) rule out that he's still gonna get called a shit bitch at some point but
0: i'm sure it will happen
1: well, so far, though, you have to admit, compared to Kingdom Hearts 1, it's been a lot less this time.
0: Yes, true. But we shall see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, last week was the first our first episode for Kingdom Hearts 2, the third canon game in the series, the fourth game released if you include non-canon stuff. <laughs> um, do you remember what we talked about? I know it's been a bit and things got crazy.
1: It's been a bit, and honestly, no, I don't.
0: <laughs> Fair. Okay, I tried to so,
1: re-listen to the episode earlier, but the playback was being weird. I think something was going up with my device.
0: Ah, uh, that sucks. Okay, so we have been playing as Roxas for uh, the past three days. It's been labeled day one, day two, day three. Um, he's <laughs> Yeah, we had that meme going. Uh, don't worry, trust me, that's going to continue on this episode. Um, awesome. Yes, uh, he is living in Twilight Town doing just small town summer break stuff. I think they mentioned it's summer break. I don't remember. Anyway, um, right. Uh, basically, we had a weird picture thief that also stole the word pictures or the word photo, I guess, on day one. Uh, day two, what was day I'm
1: going back to look at the Kingdom Hearts channel for the pictures and stuff.
0: Right, day two was uh, doing chores in hopes of going to the beach, but then uh, Roxas got robbed by a dude in a black cloak that nobody else could see. Um, day three was when uh, some of those weird dusks attacked, and uh, Hayner gave, er, gave Roxas a really sick insult that sent Roxas into like an entirely separate dimension, possibly within his own mind, where he fought a giant dude in white... And that pretty much brings us to uh to to now on day four. Uh, basically, at the end of each day, we've been getting um, a progress report where it says uh, restoration at blank percent, and we've been getting like glitchy memory style cutscenes uh, from Kingdom Hearts One. Um, I don't know if you have watched any of the Let's Play yet. We only covered like the first episode, so you might have uh, not started on it for,
1: yet. not for this game yet. No, I haven't. I'll probably do that tomorrow.
0: Okay, that's fair. We will, um, I'm hoping to finish the prologue, which will put us, I think, like halfway into episode three, if I remember right. Um, We'll see. Right. Um, so, Let yeah. me know when uh, you're so ready to start the timer. We are picking up on day four with the struggle tournament. Uh, before we start, since I explained how struggle worked, uh, do you remember what that was?
1: What What was? You cut out again a little bit.
0: Oh, struggle, their little sport thing that they're doing.
1: Vaguely, but why don't you go ahead and remind me?
0: Yeah, it was uh, basically, um, let's make these teenagers fight with foam bats. Uh, The way they keep score is that everybody has a certain amount of balls that they have. uh, As you get hit, obviously you lose some. If you pick up all of the balls so that the other guy cannot possibly get any, you win. Or if you have the most balls at the end of uh, the time limit, you win. So those are like the main two ways that you do it. Or there's okay. this one special golden one that if you grab it, it will give you so many points that even if you were losing, it'll make you win. I'm kidding. That that's would be kind
1: of like the golden snitch.
0: No, I ki- I was making that one up because just as a joke on the golden snitch, that's not in the game. <laughs>
1: Steven.
0: <laughs> sorry. I'm not no, sorry. You're not. No, you're not. Yeah, no, that's fair. Okay, so then, yeah, if you are ready, go ahead and start my time and we'll get into the struggle tournament.
1: Back, had to unlock my phone, and timer is going.
0: Cool. Okay. Uh. So yeah, we we left off last time after having announced who our four finalists are. It's Roxy, Roxy, Roxas, Hayner, uh, VV, oh no. he's, and he's, he's Roxy from here on out. Now, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So it's those four. Um. They're obviously they're going to be going two on two. Um. Nico B, the Let's player that I'm following did actually something that I have never bothered to even find out that you could do. If you, apparently if you leave the area where the tournament is being held, uh, you can go fight cypher in like a back alley to grind a little bit. If you want, you can do,
1: you're going to grind in the back alley, Steven,
0: stop that. And you can do that as many times as you want. Um, I, I had never even ventured off to, to try and find any of this. So I didn't even know it happened. Goodness. Um, <laughs> cat over here already posting in discord that roxas has officially been renamed um but he yeah so it, apparently you can do that uh <laughs> since he's playing on critical mode which is always like the hardest difficulty for each game um Nico started keeping a death count here uh he collectively for i think like an hour give or take most of one episode was just fighting cypher over and over and in fairness only lost once so his death count is at one so far um unless i missed any later on in the stuff that we'll cover but i'm pretty sure he ends the prologue with just the one death so hooray for him i guess anyway getting to the actual tournament the first match is cypher versus bb and holy shit cat bb goes off one sec let me see if let me get the uh the pictures posted into uh the what's it called the answer report Oh, answer reports. Why am I over in the Kingdom Hearts chat? Okay. Eh, close enough. Eh. Eh. But yeah, no. Vivi, like, suddenly goes off. Um, You remember the fight between, like, Yoda and Count Dooku in Star Wars Episode 2? How Yoda was just zipping all over the place and stuff?
1: Vaguely. It's been
0: forever since I saw Episode 2. Fair. But yeah, that's what Vivi starts doing. We get, to be like, fair, a... I try
1: to block out most of the prequels.
0: That's also fair. Uh, we get, like, <laughs> a weird few seconds where it goes into first person and we just see him like bashing at Hainer or not not Hainer at Cypher with his uh foam struggle bat and then like he just slashes him super hard and sends him flying across the little arena and ends up winning and like <laughs> I'm not even kidding everyone is everyone in the crowd even the announcer is just shocked that this could happen they're like oh okay wait what what just happened and i'm like um as everybody's standing just stunned and dumbstruck cypher just huffs and leaves and um (laughs) he he pauses as he's walking by roxas and uh and tells him that's not vivi thrash him (laughs) it's like dude what Oh, crap. Wait, I just realized I'm getting these fights out of order. and Cypher what? was the second fight. <laughs> Roxas, and, Roxas and Hainer was first. It doesn't matter because these two fights are like the semifinals, technically, I guess. So they could have happened in any order. But <laughs> I got these two fights mixed up. So, okay. So Vivian...
1: Am I to trust you on this, Steven?
0: I know, right? So Vivian and Cypher will happen here so in a minute. But
1: for,
0: well, the Roxas versus Hainer thing is, is really like uneventful you you're playing as roxas so obviously you win uh but before the match roxas is still looking all sad for what happened yesterday on day three um hayner basically tells him like that he needs to learn how to just he's like dude are you still sad about that you gotta learn to let that stuff go and roxas is like i've got a lot on my mind <laughs> and Hainer's like oh sorry man off case, wait a minute baby. what am i sorry about <laughs> do what
1: i said get off my case dad
0: Yeah, (laughs) got a lot on my mind. But no, Hainer's like, oh, sorry, man. Wait a minute. What am I sorry about? (laughs) I know. It's very good. Uh, Then they, like, he gives Roxas a friendly grin. They fight. Roxas wins, obviously. (laughs) And the announcer is just brutal here. He's like, not even friendship will slow this kid down. (laughs) And it's like, all right, geez. So now the Hainer, damn it. (laughs) mixing their names up now the cypher and bb stuff happens because that's why he told roxas thrash him because the finals are going to be roxas versus bb and like again bb is just insane in this fight also i've got a picture in that i'm tossing into our ansem report channel where he like makes his struggle bat just fucking huge so that he can smack you from like across the, the little arena of course, it's saying it's too big and I have to crop it. Shit. One sec. Let me see. I might be able to just... There we go. Let's zoom in on the important part. There we go. Now posted. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, see how big he makes his um, struggle bat in that in that screenshot? Like, hot yeah. damn. Because he's doing the same thing. He's zipping around. He barely touches the ground. He's making his thing huge and, like, slamming it and causing shockwaves. I mean, ultimately, it's still not very hard, but it's like, dude,
1: what the hell? VV? I mean, dude's feet left the ground, so. Yeah.
0: Um, but anyway, uh, after the fight officially ends, um, the world like freezes and starts to glitch up and go all or, like the background goes all squiggly and Vivi like explodes into light and instead is replaced by like a dusk. those little squiggly dudes from uh, the last episode if you remember vaguely yeah Um, you can scroll back up if you want to see the picture of him in the answer
1: that's what I'm doing
0: Um, but yeah (laughs) Vivi like explodes into like a flash of light and is replaced by a dusk and then a few more come up and Roxas is like dude what (laughs) he's like again and then the keyblade appears in his hand he goes again and you gotta fight those now son of a bitch (laughs) yeah basically he's like god damn it Mm -hmm this shit again yeah um after you beat the dusks the world is still frozen uh some dude in a black cloak comes up and in a very familiar voice says oh roxas all right fight 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 and roxas is like who are you the fuck <laughs> black cloak dude's like you don't recognize me do you it's me throws off his hood you know axel stranger danger stranger danger <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so axel's here and it's like uh, Yay, and Rox is axel. like Rox is like who are you again and axel is like oh man you really don't remember me huh man even the dusks aren't gonna crack this one which i still don't course, really man. get what that means do they use the dusks for like thinking and figuring stuff out i guess i don't fucking know it doesn't really matter uh does that line ends up never ma- uh, my uh, mattering it's just something that's always bugged me
1: Um never important again.
0: Yeah, basically. Uh but so Roxas is like, dude, what's going on? Uh Axel summons his uh chakrams, the little like disc things that he had with the spikes on him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those. And he's like he literally says, This town is his creation, right? Which means we don't have time for a Q and A. You're coming with me, conscious or not, then you'll hear the story. And the world starts to go all squiggly behind Roxas again like it did when the world finally froze, or first froze. And and Roxas, having had enough of this crap, throws his keyblade on the ground, and he's just like, what's going on? And, like, the keyblade just lays there for a good couple seconds, and Roxas is like... Like, he just gasps, and then the keyblade, like, pops right back into his hand. No,
1: come on!
0: Yeah, right? And then Axel hits us with this line. He just stares at Roxas, and he's like, number 13, Roxas. The Keyblade's chosen one. Oh shit. Oh shit indeed.
1: I feel like his little spiky thing.
0: I know, right? They are kinda neat. Um so so guess what? You fight Axel now. <laughs> While well, the world is it. still frozen and all of Roxas' friends are still just sitting there like cheering for him silently.
1: <laughs> if there was a Kingdom Hearts equivalent
0: of Jerry, Jerry. I know, right? Um, but yeah, uh so so you fight Axel, obviously you win. Uh, and now, regrettably, we got to talk about Diz again because Diz is here. Mm. I know. I hate whenever he shows up. Um, but yeah, so so Diz shows up. Uh, Axel, in a move that I love because it's directed at Diz, tosses both of his chakrams at Diz, but then Diz just like blocks them without even moving. Like They just hit like a wall of light in front of him and just kind of tink off. So like, that's fun, I guess they they both start shouting at Roxas to not listen to the other one. <laughs> Diz says, Roxas, this man speaks nonsense. And Axel says, Roxas, don't let him deceive you.
1: <laughs>
0: and, like, it devolves into them both just shouting, Roxas! 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 <laughs> For, like, that. This that goes on longer than it needs to, but it's very funny every time. Um... One sec. I don't think I saved any pictures of them just saying Roxas because, like, why? Why would you? But I did save. Oh no, I did. Hang on. One sec. Got
1: okay, there we go. Face.
0: I know. I hate him.
1: Seriously, who wears just random belt buckles on their face?
0: A Tetsuya Nomura character. Stupid. Yeah, I know. I I don't like it. Um. I
1: like Axel's eyes though.
0: <laughs> that's fair. But yeah, so they're sitting there just shouting Roxas, Roxas. <laughs> and roxas decides he's had enough of it and just like shouts to the sky his the names of his friends he just goes Hainer, hey pence olette and for some reason that makes the world unfreeze and the real vivi is now standing in front of roxas just kind of blinking and going how did i get here as the as the announcer goes
1: well, oh I, did i take last
0: night yeah basically as the um as the announcer goes, I don't know what just happened, but the winner is Roxas. Sure, <laughs> let's go with that. Yeah. Um, but there is still one more match. Basically, um, Setzer, if you remember him getting introduced like at the very end of last episode, um, he's like the reigning champion. So if you win the tournament, you get like an exhibition match against Setzer, basically for the title. Um, he straight up tells Roxas to throw the fight for him, calls him Rucksack. Um, and actually, this is a fight that you can lose, so there are two possible outcomes. Ah, um, oh, one second—I forgot to look up what the other thing does. Hang on a sec. Okay, there we go. um If you if you beat Setzer, then uh, you'll get the champion belt. Uh, either way, you get the trophy thing that it showed earlier. Um, but you get the champion belt, which doesn't give you a defense increase, but does. Um, increase your resistance to fire, blizzard, and thunder, which is kind of nice. Uh, if you lose to him, thus, as far as he's concerned, throwing the fight for him, he'll give you a, a medal, which I can't even find a picture for, so it's not, it's super Did doesn't matter.
1: A or a medal?
0: A medal. Okay. And, um, that will, uh, give you strength plus one. And uh, there will be a spot, uh, ultimately it doesn't really matter which way you go, it doesn't really affect the story aside from like how the cutscene goes immediately after that fight. Uh, but a little bit later on in the game, you'll find an item called the Elven Bandana that does the same thing as the Champion Belt, but also gives you a defense boost, so it's like, of the two, the metal is more useful because it gives you that strength but bo- uh, that strength boost. But, what? where am I now? Okay, yeah, there we go. So yeah, you get both prizes, or either way, you get the trophy still, and um, we, we cut immediately to the clock tower, where these kids look like they're doing some cult shit, because uh, basically, um, Roxas takes the trophy, and like, it's got these four little, like, crystals on it, there's a blue one, a yellow one, a green one, and a red one, um, he pops all of those off and tosses one to each of his friends, and then he keeps the blue one. Um... Also, one of the
1: crystals, each one of his friends?
0: Yeah, one okay. second's making me crop the picture.
1: okay. I was just sitting here thinking, oh, God, I have to get to bed soon. And I'm like, wait, I don't work tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right, we're off. Ha-ha, holidays. There we go. Um, so yeah, hey, the so they...
1: Ranger poses.
0: I... <laughs> almost.
1: They just, I cannot they just... the dude on the left's clothes, though.
0: Oh, my God. They just sit there for, like, a good little bit, just... Looking at the sunset, like gleaming through the crystals. And I'm like, y'all look like you're in a cult or something. Okay.
1: I mean, to be fair, I would do that like a little bit. cause like, ooh, shiny. But I wouldn't just, you know, sit there.
0: Exactly. It's basically they just kind of make the scene go a little too long. <laughs> and they're just like. What the hell is in those crystals? I know, right? Um, but then Olette reveals that she has ice cream that I don't know where the fuck she was keeping. I don't know how long they've been up here. I don't know how the ice cream didn't melt hammer space basically dude um that's the most pleasant option but um but so with where oled is sitting roxas has to like she's able to just hand one to each of uh hainer and pence but roxas has to actually like stand up to try to get to it or no 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 she she should be able to just reach over and hand one to roxas but his idiot ass stands up to try to get it and predictably They're sitting right there. Yeah. Predictably as I called fucking last time because this is just obviously unsafe. He falls off of the clock tower and dies and the game is over now.
1: No OSHA compliance whatsoever.
0: <laughs> right. Um, but no like Roxas literally falls off of the clock tower and the screen just glitches out and cuts to static for uh, for a few seconds.
1: Holy shit dude and... you killed him
0: yeah no exactly um and instead it once the static is over it cuts to Kyrie and selfie yeah hang on my phone doesn't like trying to post more than one picture at a time no wait which one was sophie again oh no selfie from oh okay, okay. uh dang it dang it dang it, dang it dang it dang it dang it final fantasy 7 no not 7 final fantasy 8 it's from final fantasy 8 but if you remember on in the first game at selfie Titus, and waka we're all, like, living on the Destiny Islands with them being their friends. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we, we cut to um, a scene with Selfie and Kairi, now, both now a little bit older, um, just walking somewhere. It's it's an area that we haven't seen before, but throughout the course of the scene, it'll just from what they're talking about and as it zooms out and stuff, you can figure, okay, this is just the other part of the Destiny Islands that we didn't get to see last time. Ah, uh, one sec. Let me crop all of these. There we go. So now that one's Kyrie. Look
1: at her, and... looking all cute and preppy.
0: I know. Got her sleeves rolled up like she's a badass or something.
1: Hair was a little longer. She'd be channeling Avril Lavigne, just about.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. <gasps> oh my God, Roxas is a skater boy.
1: Pretty sure Kyrie said, "See you later, boy." <laughs>
0: But okay, if this picture posts for me, come on, come on, come on. Where there it goes. That song stuck in my head. Damn it all! Hang on, making me crop this one too.
1: Discord, what the hell are you doing tonight?
0: Nah, it's not Discord. I think it's my phone. Damn it, phone! No, wait, no, it is Discord. If you don't have like Discord Nitro, I think it is. Um, your uh, anything, any pictures that you post can only be within a certain file size range. Nah. There we go. Now it posted. But anyway, um, it shows uh, Kyrie and Selfie just walking, like, basically, they're walking home from school, is what it looks like. Um, You get some scenery shots of the Destiny Islands, which I hope all of these things will post without making me crop. Holy shit. Um, (laughs) But basically, uh, what they are talking about, though, is that um, Kyrie asks Selfie if she remembers the boys that they used to hang out with and she's like, Oh, you mean Riku? Yeah. I wonder whatever happened to him. And she, uh, Kyrie says, he's gone, he's gone somewhere far away, but I know we'll see, see him again someday. And uh, Kyrie asks about the other boy that they used to have, that they used to play with. And Sophie's like, I don't remember there being another boy. What are you, what are you talking about? And Kyrie's like, no, I remember there was another boy. Uh, that is a
1: beautiful scenery.
0: I know, dude, especially like considering this was back on like PS2. do there we go. But yeah, uh, Kyrie says that uh, she remembers there being another boy that used to play with her and Riku. Um, she can't remember his friend or his, na- or his face or his name. So like she can't remember any specifics about him. Just that there was somebody else there. She feels really, really bad for it uh, because she knows that whoever he was, he must have been someone important to her. So obviously she feels bad not being able to remember someone important like that. So um, she has promised herself that she's not going to go back to the other little smaller island where they used to play until she remembers everything about him. Because <laughs> I forgot to mention what starts this conversation off is I guess they just got out of school or something. And uh, Selfie asks Kyrie if she wants to go play on the island uh, because Titus and Waka are busy playing ball and won't play with her. And I'm like, dude, hormones, right? Right, because because at this point you got to remember they're all like fifteen now. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But yeah. Being no. Um.
1: 15 year olds aren't in charge of saving the
0: world because we would all be screwed. <laughs> but yeah. No. So um. Kyrie t- uh, has been telling selfie. You know, she ha- used to have a friend. She doesn't remember anything about him, and she feels bad. So she's not actually going to go back to the island until she can remember. And I'm like. That's a catch-22, though, because what if there's something on the island that would jog your memory? You're just never going to find out because you're not going back to the island, but it doesn't fucking matter. The important thing is that it starts now cutting between that scene with Kyrie and um, Roxas falling from the clock tower as he and Kyrie, I just start, like, fucking tele- communicating telepathically or in this series probably through their hearts or some shit. <laughs> But we'll um, Rock do what? We'll just go with telepathically. Basically, um, but Kyrie hears Roxas's voice in her head going nominee. and Kyrie's like, "I'm not nominee. I'm Kyrie." Or er, no, er, <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. He goes nominee, What's happening to me? And it's like, first off, dude, you're falling. That's what's happening. You're about to die. <laughs> Kyrie's like, "Who are you?" And that's not my name. I'm Kyrie. Roxas goes, Kyrie. I know you. You're that girl he likes. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's not a weird thing to say. Sure,
1: that's not creepy at all.
0: Yeah, and uh, but Kyrie figures that he must mean probably the boy she was talking about a minute ago that she can't remember, and so she's like, who? Please, a name. And Roxas, our sweet, beautiful, dumb, idiot child, goes, "I'm Roxas." <laughs> and she, Kyrie's like, okay, Roxas, but can you tell me his name? Bless his heart. I know. Um, and then we hear this time Sora's voice butt into the conversation and chime in with a haven't you people ever heard of? You don't remember my name? Thanks a lot, Kyrie. And Kyrie gasps. He's like, Okay, I guess I can give you a hint. Starts with an S. And then it comes out of that conversation, and it turns out Kyrie fucking passed out on the ground and selfie is worried about her. (laughs) She's like, Kyrie, are you okay? Yeah, I'm just talking to these two random dudes in my head. Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, uh, she doesn't even say anything. She just smiles and runs off, and the camera does kind of a zoom out so that you can like see the island they used to play on, play on in the dis- distance and all that. Um, it, Picks
1: up on ways to tell if your friend may have had a stroke.
0: I mean, for real though, It the camera like swings back down to the two of them like standing on the beach and Kyrie pulling a bottle out of her um her little messenger bag was actually really cute i didn't get a picture of it um here but you'll be able to see it in the let's play um selfie since she's actually from a final fantasy game they have they put a little moogle charm hanging off of her backpack oh that's adorable they, yeah you can see it in this cutscene. it's really cute and i'm like that's a great great little detail there um but Kyrie pulls a bottle with a message in it out of her backpack. I think it keeps saying backpack. They're like messenger bags slung over one shoulder. Um, and she puts it in the water. Yeah. And so Ky- uh, Selfie asking the obvious question is like, what's up with that? What are you doing? What <laughs> the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And Kyrie says it's uh, that it's a letter to the boy that she can't remember. Um, she's saying that no matter where he is, she's going to find him one day. And uh, she wrote the letter last night. And she says that when she stopped writing, she remembered they had made a promise. She doesn't she still can't remember what that promise was, but she knows that it was important and she just has a feeling that her writing this letter and sending it off, that's where this is where their promise starts. <laughs> and then I'll be just,
1: sitting are wondering how hard my friend hit their head when they fell just now.
0: Dude, right? We get this shot that has always the framing of it has always just seemed so weird to me because like it goes just Centered on Kyrie's face, with like the sunlight kind of behind her, so it washes out basically everything else. And she goes, starts with an S, right, Sora. So hooray, she remembered Sora's name. Hey, hey, and then um we get a uh, notice saying that uh, restoration is at what did I what did that one just say seventy nine percent. Thank you. I posted it and then immediately forgot. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Restoration at 79%. I
1: was trying to get it off. (laughs) Do what? At the same time that you were trying to get into it, it was stuck on my screen, so I was trying to get it off. So I was looking right at it.
0: There we go. Um, Instead, we have to talk about Diz again. What? Uh, uh, We got to talk about Diz again. Mm. I know. Um, He and that... Black cloak dude, not Axel, the other black cloak dude from before, the one that robbed says earlier, <laughs> are yeah. hanging out in his computer basement. um The the black, you know, like whenever you're bored, if you have like a stress ball or something, you can you'll just like start kind of tossing it up and catching it. Yeah, that, that's what I'll this that dude is doing. doing exactly, yeah, that's what this dude's doing. He's just leaned against the wall. And he's got he's got Roxas's blue gem. I don't know when or why, but he stole that from Roxas at some point. I guess when he fell,
1: <laughs> he Man, just swooped in out of it Yeah, I know.
0: he just swooped in and was like, "I'll take that." <laughs> so he's you know, just like, sitting there. He's just sitting there, leaned against the wall, kind of just tossing that up and catching it. And uh, what does their how does their conversation go? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, black cloak dude is asking, you know, what the hell happened? Why was Roxas talking to uh, to to Kyrie, Diz says some some bullshit. Honestly, some Kingdom Hearts bullshit. Nominate's no. encounter with Roxas put his heart in contact with Kyrie's, and that in turn affected Sora. You see, which no, but I'll trust you on this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the black cloak guy goes nominate. She's a wonder. Which yeah, you know. <laughs> well, he I think he more just means like you know just because of her connection to. To Roxas making all of this happen without her even intending it to happen, kind of thing. Um, oh, I know, but still, yeah, fair. Uh, Diz goes again, hitting us with some Kingdom Hearts bullshit. But this one, I at least understand what he's saying. Uh, he goes, "She wasn't born like other nobodies. She can interfere with the hearts and memories of Sora and those aligned with him." To which uh, our black cloak friend says, "But who's nobody is she?" To which Diz says again, just loving to be vague and not answer people's questions. Goes, I could tell you, but first, perhaps you could tell me your true name.
1: Also, the script,
0: yeah. Also, the script says it's not time for him to say who's who's nobody. She is yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but are you ready for a reveal? Because we're about to get a reveal.
1: I want to see the reveal.
0: Okay, cool. Because our black cloak dude removes his hood, and a very familiar face is under it, and um. He says that his name is Ansem. This
1: motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he just he just swooshes back his hood and he goes, "It's Ansem." <laughs> and Diz just starts laughing like maniacally almost. He just start, he just starts laughing and he goes, "It's an honor, Ansem."
1: This <sighs> motherfucker, freaking Ed Hardy, both riding. <laughs>
0: Um uh we then next up we get a final mix cutscene of Axel uh in a big ass fucking throne room that I think we've seen by now. Um white throne room chairs at different heights. Um no, we haven't seen it yet. This is we will actually see it officially for the first time a little bit later on. This final mix cutscene is showing it to us early because fuck you. Um but Axel's talking to two other black cloak guys. Who um, we don't get to see their faces yet because basically what it does in these final mix cutscenes they were added in later on. If it's a character that we haven't like that the game hasn't officially revealed yet, their hood will their hood will be up and they just awkwardly won't use anybody's names in these cutscenes just so like they can keep the reveal later on intact, which is stupid. Um, but so uh, Axel's talking to two of them. Uh, one of them is based on his voice the unknown guy from the secret boss fight and from that beach conversation that we saw earlier on
1: mm-hmm.
0: and another guy um is one that we haven't we haven't seen yet i'm just going to call him spear guy because he someone's a spear um <laughs> and, and i don't want to i don't want to say their names until later on because it's basically whenever we finally get their face well some of them their names are never said out loud you only know their name if you look up their entry in Jiminy's journal later on which is stupid as hell and actually created a minor amount of controversy for one of them because people were never sure how to pronounce his name and then we finally got a pronunciation in kingdom hearts 3 and everyone decided they hated it (laughs) i'll get to that later on um so i'll just Whenever we, whenever it, we finally get the cutscene that you see their face, is when I'll tell you each person's name. Um, so for now, okay. Spear Guy is threatening Axel. Axel goes, "No way! It's too soon. You can't seriously get rid of him." Spear Guy just says, "It's an order." <laughs> I know, right? Why do you hesitate? You who has been ruthless towards those who turned their back on er, their backs on the organization. Basically, remember, remember back at Castle Oblivion, how many people you killed for us? Why are you <laughs> not wanting us to kill Roxas now? You who has
1: been a backstabbing shit bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Axel's. There'll be a point later on in the game where you can actually see everybody's official title. But within the organization, everybody has an official title. Um, like their leader, his official title is just the superior, which is stupid. Everybody else's is like kind of imaginative and neat. Um, but Axel's is the the. No, his his title is The Flurry of Dancing Flames, which is dumb. Marluxia has the title that I always feel like should be his, because Marluxia's title is the Graceful Assassin, but Axel has always been used kind of as the assassin within <laughs> within Organization thirteen. If someone is like thinking about like breaking away from the group, he's the one they send after him, basically. He's a cleanup crew. Basically, yeah. That like that's why he was sent in it'll we'll get more detail on it later on but that's basically kind of like what you were supposed to get for why he was sent to castle oblivion in Tainted of memories was to root out um marluxia and lark and get rid of them and then he just felt like getting rid of everybody else because he was like well while well, i'm here <laughs> but uh, anyway axel shoots back saying but it's not like that he didn't betray us he can't come back to which spear guy says if he doesn't return." you know what you must do. And this is where he summons his spear. And I should have taken a picture of his spear, but you'll see it later. This guy obviously is going to be in the game later on. I did get a shot of him talking to these two dudes. If Let me see if it'll post. Hey, it posted. Cool. Holy lens flare, Batman. <laughs> I know, right? Um, that actually, yeah, here in just a second um the spear guy like someone up
1: there do they have like little step ladders on the back or
0: i don't know actually no that was something i didn't understand for the longest time you we will finally find out in like 3d that the their chairs can just lower all the way down to the ground for you to sit in and then it'll just raise the fuck back up
1: as much as i like squirm around to get comfortable and sit awkwardly in chairs, I would be petrified about falling out of my
0: chair. i fucking same that or I'd be the, the asshole during a meeting who's just making my chair constantly go up and down.
1: Right? me, <laughs> Meh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. Anyways, well, guys. Hijack,
1: what would be more likely if it was you and I finding out how to hijack each other's chairs and screwed with the other person's chair?
0: Oh my god, yeah. Meanwhile, the boss is like, are you fucking, pe- are you paying attention? Can you not? <laughs> <laughs> what? We're behaving. What?
1: I'm sitting yeah, still. You... He's the one going up and down. You're talking mm. about darkness. <laughs> darkness and Keyblade and blah blah. Yeah. We got it.
0: Hmm. Well, that is what I was talking about. I'll let you two off with a warning this time. <laughs> what are we doing? Why are we talking about this? <laughs> God. Anyway, um, but yeah, spear guy <laughs> is like if he doesn't return, you know what you must do, and this is where he summons a spear and has it just like Floating next to him menacingly. And then he goes, or you will face the consequences. And fucking launches it at Axel's hair And it does that thing where, like, Axel doesn't move because he's trying to look like a badass. And it, hit, it hits so close to him that you see a few of Axel's hairs start to just kind of flutter down. And it's like, all right, guys, chill. I've seen action movies. <laughs> and this is where the Holy Lens Flare thing happens. Um, our unknown guy uh, doesn't even say anything. He just raises a hand and starts making, like, an energy ball start glowing. Excuse me.
1: All right, Jackass. Nobody asked you to get involved.
0: I know. And Axel's just like, so you'll turn me into a dusk. All right, I'll do it if that's what you want. Okay. So I guess my implication is that if Axel doesn't cooperate and go after Roxas like they want him to, they'll turn him into one of those little squiggly dudes. Anyway, though, uh, we do get one last shot of Roxas falling, this time just in darkness, like just on a black background. Uh, but we don't have time for that, because now, it is the fifth deck. i tell you, man, sometimes this, this thing just doesn't know what to do as far as tone. It's like, it's like that, 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 that shot in Bambi. Dude. Uh, but anyway, we see Roxas waking up in his room. Um, he goes, I'm dreaming, but which parts were the dream? Dun, dun. <laughs> and then we go to the usual spot where Olet's pouting. Hang on, it's not letting it... Didn't want to let that one post. Give me a sec. Okay. There it goes. Okay. <laughs> I just really like the face they have her make here. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: basically, oh, Olette...
1: Look at that. I know.
0: Olette is um, mad and pouting, um, and Hainer is like... Hainer's like saying he doesn't want it. He's like, Hainer, Hainer goes, we still have three days of summer vacation left, so I don't want to hear shit about our stupid summer break homework assignment. And Olette says, but we agreed to do it today. Trying to be the responsible one, I guess. Someone's gotta be. <laughs> which Roxas ignores and just goes, Yesterday I fell off the clock tower, right? <laughs> Are
1: we forgetting where I fell off a clock tower, guys?
0: <laughs> and to which Hainer's like, dude, you wouldn't be here if you did. And I mean, fair. So I guess in their reality, he like stumbled but caught himself because Hainer goes, but man, that was a close call. <laughs> Fuck you guys, I almost died. not I, engaging. I don't know. <laughs> She's not having any of this. She's still pouting, so so Hayner finally is like, "Fine, God, we'll do the homework, stupid independent study." <clears throat> so, so, so now that he's agreed, they're going to do their homework. It's like, well, okay. So, so, what, what do we do? What, are, what are we going to study for our independent study? And Roxas is like, "How about we study the weird stuff that's been happening to me? You know, the guys in white <laughs> and thought. all that." <laughs> And the guys actually, he his friends are really good. They actually say that they're planning on searching the town tomorrow to see if they can figure out what's going on. And Rox is like, "Oh, you guys, I'm gonna go get ice cream." <laughs> <laughs> and he does. He he runs off, and it cuts to a shot of them all just hanging out in the usual spot, just all eating their fucking sea salt ice cream. Like, so seriously,
1: is the only thing that like these people survive on is sea salt ice cream? I mean
0: I guess dude.
1: That's all they're ever eating is sea salt ice cream and I'm like, oh my god.
0: There is technically a candy shop around here. Um it's never active when you're actually able to go up to it. What happens if somebody gets
1: like diabetes or lactose intolerance?
0: I know. They're fine. They'll be fine. I guess they just Uh, die. Yeah, I guess I'll die. (laughs) Holding two ice holding two ice cream sticks. Guess I'll die. (laughs) anyway god anyway um they're still trying to figure out you know what should we do for our independent study and pence is like oh wait a minute actually there's a rumor about the the steps over at sunset station apparently they uh, count differently if you're going up the steps versus if you're going down and there are also like six other rumors like that we can investigate those and they call them the seven wonders of twilight (laughs) town i don't from the context of the conversation, I don't know if this is the thing that other people call him or if they, these idiots just decided, yeah, there are rumors we're going to call him the Seven Wonders of Twilight Town so it sounds cool. And
1: little column A, little column B.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, Hayner wants to make it a race because he is this fucking close oh, to being not? a shonen protag- uh, protagonist. So he breaks them into teams, Roxas and Pence and himself and Olette. Uh, when they get to Sunset Station. Even though they're all collectively investigating the same seven things. And you're playing as Roxas. So he's the only one that ever does anything on them. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and this this is where, like I mentioned before, with them being in a cult. Because while they're sitting on the train, everybody pulls out their little crystals. And like holds it up to the light again. And they just sit there like that. The entire way. Um, but what makes this really sad and awkward I can't get it to post. Hang on, I still gotta crop this thing down. But what makes it really sad and awkward is that Roxas doesn't know where his is. He starts patting down his pockets and Aww. like, yeah, his crystal is gone. Because because re- if you remember, I can now tell you he's called Ansem took it. Poor dude. I know. So he just, like, they're all sitting there like holding theirs up and he's just sad, looking at the ground. Sad panda. But anyway, they arrive at Sunset Station. And um, Hainer and Olette well, Hainer mostly, runs off because he's like, all right, we're going to beat you guys and I guess figure out stuff first. I don't fucking know what his what exactly his plan is. The boy's got too much energy. Uh, <laughs> but um, so this is where we start to find out, you know, what the Seven Wonders are. The first one, they named the Spooky Steps. And it turns out it's actually bullshit because uh, Rai from Cypher's group can't count. <laughs> <laughs> the the poor guy. The poor guy um apparently he was like trying to count the steps I guess as he was going up and going down and ended up getting a different number every time and he's like every time I count it's different you know. I just Yeah, they have classes for that. I mean, that's what school is for. This is why you're at school. I mean, it's summer break right now so you're not at school, but
1: Well, it'd be mean, remedial classes or summer school. Yeah, see. No so, excuse. That's,
0: so that's the first one down. Um, wow. Yeah. The the um, like even Roxas is like, dude, that's so lame. And Pence is like, yeah, but I mean, hey, we're, it's, an, it's an assignment that will be easy to do. So let's go ahead and just investigate the others. Uh, the next one, you can do all the rest of these in any in the order. Uh, so I'm just going to say I'm in the order that uh, Nico B did them. The next one is called The Friend from Beyond the Wall. All of these titles are going to be so stupid. Uh, (laughs) I'm not even going to pretend. Basically, there's a wall in a little alleyway over here at Sunset Terrace um, that people say they've been seeing balls just shooting out of. And sure sure thing, when you go up and investigate it, a ball just shoots out of the wall next to Roxas. And it's like, the fuck? So what you got to do is it'll start shooting balls in different patterns. You have to, like, dodge them and get up to the back of the wall and um, press the action button to investigate. Um, And then once you do that, uh, Pence will show up and be like, (laughs) Pence will walk up and just see Roxas standing there touching the wall with a ball sitting next to him. No, a ball actually still one last ball does shoot out. And Pence is like, whoa, wait, Roxas, was that you throwing that ball? Man, you almost gave me a heart attack hey, this must explain one of those seven wonders. And it's like, yes, sure. Roxas was just throwing balls at everybody. And that's why they think that this place is haunted and throwing balls at people. Sure, Pence. But as they leave, um, it, the camera lingers on the wall and you see like a little shadowy swoosh. <laughs> that's not um, ominous at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this will happen. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, the second one is called The Moans from the Tunnel. To which Nico B decided that just meant that there was someone banging in the in the tram tunnel. Which I mean, I guess. Uh, but you go in there and you get attacked by like a whole bunch of BBs.
1: Oh, they're all so cute with their little murder bats. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, a little bit. Um, but little so after you fight
1: mafia kneecappers.
0: <laughs> so, but after you fight them, this is when. Um... <sighs> And I forgot to mention, once you actually finish each one, the screen will kind of glitch out and go all staticky and uh, then come back in. And so it'll do that, and then the real Vivi will be there and be like, oh, hey, Roxas, are you wanting to practice? I'm done, so you can use this spot if you want to, and then he'll leave. And um, Pence will come in and go, oh, it was the, pe- the noise people were hearing must have just been Vivi, uh practicing his struggle skills. Okay. But then after the real Vivi walks off, which Pence doesn't fucking see, um... Like, Vivi glitches and turns into a dusk and just slithers away. sure, why not? <laughs> Fuck you, I guess. Uh, the next one is called the Doppelganger. Where, uh, is a spot over here where people say that they've been seeing, like, their twins or their clones or something. Yeah, go up to it. This one's actually kind of neat in how it actually gets started. Like, Roxas will find a little waterfall in this one spot where a reflection of him... Will actually just walk out of the waterfall and then turn into a little shadow Roxas that you then have to fight. There we go. Um, hey, but then, but then, so once it's done, Pence comes up and he's like, "Whoa, this reflection of myself almost gave me a heart attack." I guess that must explain one of the seven wonders. People are just seeing their reflections in the in the waterfall. And then after he leaves, fucking, it just shows the shadow Roxas. Just, standing in the waterfall like i'll be back again someday not that he ever actually comes back it just decides to show us this <sighs> fuck you making me crop this hang on a sec doop 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 there we go boop and then the next one is some bullshit um because it's called the animated bag there's a bag up on sunset hill uh that moves around that's all it is there's a bag that moves around and nobody knows why um, this one, actually, there's some fucking foreshadowing, too, which is weird. If you talk to one of the NPCs, um, just wandering around the area, he mentions that his dog is missing. Oh, Yeah, um, so when you do the animated bag, you are riding around on this big burlap bag, and it'll have, like, a little stamina bar, so you've gotta, like, stay riding it until the stamina bar runs out, and then it's like, oh, challenge completed, whatever. It turns out there was a dog in there, and Pince is like, oh, That explains this one of these seven wonders. There was just a dog in the bag. And it's like, why are you so nonchalant? Yeah, why are you so chill about someone having tied a dog in a bag? What the fuck, Pence? But then just like Vivi, uh, while they're talking, and of course Pence doesn't see this happen, the dog like turns into a dusk and slithers away. Um, So that takes care of most of the wonders. Uh, Whichever one you do last when you go back to talk to to Pence. Roxas will just be like, you know, that last wonder wasn't exactly wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) And Pince is like, I know exactly what you mean, but this last one's going to be the best one yet. It's called the Ghost Train. I'm sorry, the Ghost Train Mystery. Basically, (laughs) Ghost Train of Mystery? The Ghost Train Mystery. One sec, let me see if this posts, because these kids get real bored. Basically, there is... These kids get real bored waiting on this to happen.
1: They look absolutely um, thrilled.
0: Yeah, exactly. There is a spot where supposedly you can see a mysterious train coming by every now and then. And <laughs> Pence, just wanting something to be excited or exciting for once, goes, For they say the train is empty. No driver, no conductor, no passengers, no return.
1: I just want to yank that one kid's sweatband off his
0: head. I mean, yeah, fair. It annoys me. His entire
1: outfit annoys me.
0: But yeah, so the the kids wait around for a while, getting bored. Um, Eventually, Cypher shows up. um, And he's like, what are you all looking at? And no, he's like, hey, what are you kids doing? (laughs) And again, him having just the best lines. um, uh, Pence tells him we're waiting for the ghost train. And he he just laughs and goes, waiting for the ghost train like dude are you okay
1: that's what we just said
0: <laughs> he's such a piece of shit i love him but yeah um so he's like making fun of them for being dumb little babies waiting for the ghost train i guess and um <laughs> roxas gets like all up in his face and he's like why does looking at her roxas or cypher goes why does looking at you always tick me off and roxas is <clears throat> like i don't know maybe it's destiny
1: <laughs> what's your
0: Cypher's like destiny. In that case, let's be friends. And then he like again, another moment of him of one of these idiot teenagers being like weirdly philosophical. He just kinda stares off into the distance and is like, I don't feel like cooperating with destiny. And it's like, that's it. Alrighty. That's the series. That's the game.
1: <laughs> nope. Don't wanna. Game over roll
0: credits. Yeah.
1: End of the series.
0: Yeah. Um, but so. Uh, so just after saying that, I don't even know why he came up here. I guess he saw them and was like, hey, I'm going to go fuck with those guys for a minute. Because um, he he just he turns to leave and Olet's like, hey, Cypher, don't forget. And he's like, yeah, I know, tomorrow. But then, hey, the ghost train shows up. I'm going to just assume it's going to make me crop this. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. no na 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 na,
1: ghost train.
0: Ghost train. Come on. Come on. Ghost.
1: It says new.
0: Yeah, unable to share. One sec. Gotta crop this one too.
1: I got one picture of the train. Yeah. The so-called ghost train. Ghost. Ghost.
0: Spoopy. Ghost train. Anyway. Jeez. Don't hurt yourself. Nah. Um, oh, that's a pretty cool gun though. Yeah, I, I really dig that one. It's Disney is all hell though. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but Roxas is like, oh my god, that you guys, it did show up. It was, it's real. And the others are all just kind of staring at him awkwardly, and he's like, What's the catch? There's gotta be a catch, right? And nobody says hey, anything. So, smart. <laughs> do what? I said, This kid's smart. This kid watches horror movies. I know, right? Watch Well the no. Cat? Nobody says anything. So he's like, so it's really real? Alright, well it was heading toward the station. Let's go to the station. And, and as they get- there... First one to die. Do what? <laughs> and he would yes. be the first one to die. <laughs> I mean, um, as he gets there. You can still see the train sitting on the tracks. Um, and Roxas is like, all right, it's here. Let's go get on board and see where it leads. And like, as he's about to try to step onto the train, Hainer like grabs him by the shoulders and is like, you're going to get hurt. And when Roxas turns back around, the train's gone. <coughs> like the ki- the other guys, they never even saw it in the first place. I don't know. They get There just wasn't a train to begin with. Roxas thought that there was. Uh, but then, but then the real Trayton shows up <coughs> because right. that's why Hayner said you're gonna get hurt. He almost, you know, Rox's dumbass almost stepped onto the tracks, and it's like, you know what? This kid fell off the clock tower yesterday. He might be immortal, right? <laughs> I vote just let him. <laughs> but, I vote, let's see what happens. Yeah, right. Um, but so they get on. there Hayner shoves him onto the train. They all go home. Um, Rox is like, well, hey, wasn't there like one last wonder? And Hainer, Hainer just gets all mad, and he's like, who cares? And then wanders off, because, like, as they're getting off the train, Hainer's already talking about, all right, well, there's our paper. The rumors were all bogus. The end. And Olet's like, I bet we can make it sound really good, you know, if we if we write the paper well. And Roxas is like, wait, but that was only six. What about number seven? And Hainer just throws his hands up and goes, who cares? And huffs off as Olet kind of goes after him. And... <laughs> Roxas just kind of looks over at Pence like he doesn't say anything but he's got that look like dude what's going on <laughs> and P- P- is 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 like, Pence is like it's at that old mansion so you, you run over to the mansion and um, Pence like Roxas is staring up at it for I guess long enough that he starts to zone out because when Pence shows up behind him and starts talking he like jumps out of his uh, skin for a hot second I mean, um, to
1: be fair, I've done that before too.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you ever just accidentally jump scare your friend?
1: Oh yeah. Do do you know how many times I did that to Arlene at work and Alex?
0: I bet, dude.
1: I would just walk up behind them without even meaning to. I would just walk up behind them and like stand there because they'd be doing the meeting and all of a sudden Alex turns around, and she's like, I swear you're a freaking ninja. Yeah
0: exactly. That's what that's I'm what like happens I've been with standing
1: here for five minutes.
0: Because <laughs> Roxas is like staring at the mansion and he's like you know, we were gonna uh, check this place out tomorrow. It is the most suspicious one, after all, and th- th- this is where um, he says that Hayner even got uh, Cypher's group to help, which is cool. I guess I don't know. Like, I guess them investigating it the tomorrow with Cypher's group was going to be that they were going to break in, which I wish we got to do that, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, so Roxas asks, you know, what 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 exactly about this place? is the, uh, the rumor, or whatever, and, uh, Pence points out the second floor window, and says that supposedly there's a girl that you can see in that window sometimes. And, of course, uh, Roxas looks up at the window, and guess who the fuck he sees? Kyrie? No, not Kyrie. That would be even wilder, I think. Uh, Nominee. He sees Nominee. Oh, <clears> shit. Yeah. Oh, there
1: she
0: is. Yeah. I couldn't uh, he even sees- see her. <laughs> he sees Nominee, and then, the screen, like, flashes white, and we switch into, um, a cutscene of uh, doing, like, first person, but it's supposed to be Roxas in the room that she was standing in now. Um, just kind of panning and looking around, and you can see all of Nominate's drawings and stuff. One sec, just making sure these post. Okay, yeah, there we go. Um, <clears throat> but, um, so Roxas is just kind of looking around looking at all of her pictures. Um, she, he sees a picture of that nominee drew of himself and Axel. And he's like, is that me with Axel? And she's like, well, you are best friends. And Roxas is like, very funny.
1: Yeah. Hey, she got the hair right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, she, she asks Roxas it, or if he wants to know who he really is. And of course, Roxas is like, nobody knows me better than me. And he's like, but I guess I do. I guess I don't really get what's been happening to me lately. So there is that and nomination shows him a picture of Sora, Donald and Goofy uh which is where i think i already told you the new the new thing for this game starts of people people will just say all three of their names in sequence like that no matter what they never refer to them collectively as you guys or anything it's always just Sora, Donald and Goofy well all right um, then yeah it's it's going to be a lot <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Rox- uh, Roxas says he recognizes them from his dreams, and, um, Naminé says, about a year ago, some things happened, and she had to take apart the, uh, er, <clears throat> she had to take apart the, uh, the chains of Sora's memories, but she has been working to put everything back together, and the pro that process has been affecting Roxas too, because he and Sora are connected. To which Roxas is like, mm-hmm, buh. <laughs> um, she... We show She shows him one more picture. One sec. There we go. Let me get that one to post. Come on. There it goes. Okay. Those were cooperating for him. Um, but basically uh, she, said, she tells Roxas that Sora needs Roxas so that he can be completely whole again. She says, you hold half of what he is. He needs you, Roxas. To which Roxas still has no idea what the fuck she's talking about. And now, instead of it being first person, we actually switch to third person of the two of them just sitting across from each other at this little table that's in the room. And um, Roxas asks Nominee who she is. She finally gives him an answer. She says, I'm a witch with power over Sora's memories and those around him. And Roxas is like, a witch? And Naminé goes, that's what Diz called me. But remember, Diz is a fucking asshole. Um, she says she doesn't know why she has this power. She just does. She's not even sure if there's the right way to use it. And I'm like, dude, there's a 100% a right way to use it. Sora's dumb. Help him remember stuff that's important, like math. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, letting all of this watch over himself, Roxas uh, says that he suddenly feels like he doesn't really know himself at all. And so he asks Naminé, uh, what does she know about him that he doesn't? To which, are you ready for the sadness to start kicking in? Because, hot damn, not what Naminé says here. And... Naminé says, you, you were never supposed to exist, Roxas. Damn. Yeah, Roxas says, how can you say something like that? Even if you're joking. And she says, she says, she's sorry. Maybe some things really are better left unsaid. Then why'd you fucking say it? Well, it's, it's, it's one of those, like, it's true, but maybe it would have been better if I hadn't told you kind of things. Um, But we don't really have time to dwell on it because Pence is like shaking Roxas and we snap out of the cutscene. (laughs) <laughs> to him just staring at the mansion <laughs> drooling a little bit uh, You, uh, uh, but, there,
1: dude.
0: but um, Roxas tries to point out nominate, he's like yeah I see the girl she's right up there and Pence obviously doesn't see her he sees the curtain move a little bit but that's it uh, basically he's like oh there must be a, a, a window open in there or something and it's causing a draft um, they get back to the usual spot and this pisses me off about Olette a little bit Um she asks you know what happened at the mansions uh they um pence tells her it was bogus there was just a breeze causing the <coughs> causing the curtain to move and it's like okay yeah i figured that was it i already finished up our paper and it's like you just you 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 didn't even let them tell you wait to to tell you what was happening before you wrote about it jerk <laughs> but anyway um it doesn't matter um She she says that they suggest they go to, or she suggests they go to the station and meet Hayner, since they do only have two weeks left together. Which, damn, dude. (laughs) We switch to the clock tower. This time, Roxas doesn't fall off, and they all just sit there eating ice cream together, which is cool, I guess. Yeah. Um, Basically, they're all starting to get kind of, like, reminiscent, or, like, melancholic and reminiscing and stuff, and, um, I think Like, nostalgic? nostalgic, that's the word I fucking forgot. Jesus. Um, Hayner like, says, man, next summer we've got to go to the beach. As soon as summer break starts, we're getting part-time jobs so that we can save up for it. And, uh, no, that, hang on, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. No, no, he does say that. Um, Alette, somewhere in there, also points out there's going to be a fair tomorrow. That's how the conversation starts. She says there's going to be a fair. Uh, Hayner ignores that and says, man, we got to go to the beach next year. And, um, but Hainer does say that Alette's going to give him an ulcer if she keeps reminding him that summer vacation is about to to end. And Pins (laughs) is like, not if you die for, or not if you explode from eating so much ice cream first. (laughs) Which, fair, these kids eat a lot of ice cream, dude. I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah, um, we have to talk about Diz again. I don't want to, but we do. He's just sitting in a chair in this, like, busted up looking room. Uh, so we we do, I guess, get confirmation that he goes to more than one place than just his little computer basement. Um, <clears throat> it's him, and the guy that we now know to be Ansem, although he's got his head up again in this cutscene for some reason, I don't know. Um, basically, Ansem is like, why did you show him the train? And Diz is like, because he missed the trip to the beach. And it's like, then you could have just let him go to the beach. <clears throat> and uh, Ansem says, that's almost kind of you. To which Diz says, but now, what about you? Are the holes in your memory starting to fill in? To which Ansem says, yes, the haze is clearing. And Diz says, the same is happening to everyone who has ties with Sora. Apparently I didn't capitalize my T. There we go. That was going to bug me. Um, he <laughs> says, the same thing is happening to everybody who had ties with uh, with Sora. Very soon to them, he'll be like a good friend who's gone away for a year. So they don't say it explicitly, but during this whole time period that Sora has been asleep and Naminé has been fixing his memories... For whatever pro or for whatever reason her doing that has caused everybody else to forget Sora for a year. Shit. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, oh, okay, sure. Um But Anson decides to change the subject. He says, I've waited and now I want to know. What is it that you want? <laughs> and Diz, Diz gets all serious and he goes, Revenge. <laughs> to which Anson's like, Revenge, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey. And Diz,
0: again, getting real serious and dark here for a minute, just goes, now for the finishing touches. First, we must dispose of Naminé. She did a splendid job with Sora, but it's high time she disappeared. Roxas isn't the only one who was never meant to exist. And then he tells, he goes, take care of it, Ansem. So it's like, hey, BT-dubs, I want you to go murder Naminé for me. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, um, that happens. Uh, it, Restoration is at 97%. There it goes. Woohoo! Um, okay, this one's going to be a lot. Um, we, we get some glitchy Sora memories again. Um, them arriving at the end of the world, that last world they showed up at, and uh, Sora saying, these worlds, all these worlds will be restored if, uh, if we beat Ansem. Ansem saying, all worlds begin in darkness, and all so end. The heart is no different. You see, darkness is the heart's true essence. Over shots of Sora, Donald, and Goofy uh, fighting Turnabog, and Riku turning into Ansem and Sora fighting Ansem on the destroyed version of Destiny Islands I wrote of in my notes hang on a sec that's going to also bug me if I just leave it there we go uh, Sora saying that's not true the heart may give in or the heart may be weak and sometimes it may even give in but i've learned that deep down there's a light that never goes out <laughs> over shots of just boat Ansem and Sora <laughs> Donald and Goofy fighting the various sections of his boat um we get I know, right? Uh, we get a shot of Ansem calling out to, Kingdom Hearts! Fill me with the power of darkness! And then Sora saying, no, Kingdom Hearts is light! And uh, then that scene with Sora and Mickey locking the door um, to Kingdom Hearts and Riku telling Sora to take care of Kairi that shot from the very the very very end with uh, Sora telling Rox- er, telling Kairi, I'll come back to you. Uh, then it switches over to the field from, like, the post credit scene with Sora, Donald, and Goofy uh, looking for Riku and Mickey and chasing Pluto. And then one last shot of Sora walking up to Castle Oblivion. And then it just goes all staticky and cuts out. <coughs> Excuse me. Probably. Sorry. Um, actually, though, we're not done. We're not out of cutscene time, because now we're going to get some Roxas memories, and those aren't going to be glitchy. <laughs> The the first one is uh, this conversation again from the beat. We don't actually get the whole conversation this time. Just the very beginning of it um, where the unknown dude is like I've been to see him. He looks a lot like you and um, now we actually hear that it was Roxas's voice talking to him and saying who are you? Uh, so that's where it cuts off is, so you know how the rest of this cutscene plays out. Just now we know it was Roxas. Um, we see Roxas um, in a black cloak, fighting the um, Neo Shadows from the secret ending of Kingdom Hearts 1. Dual wielding Keyblades, if you remember that from that that thing. He was using DOS. Uh, him fighting um, Riku. There is a very good line in here. One sec, there we go. Just waiting on that one to post. Uh, <laughs> Matrix move! Yeah, right, there's that. Um... <laughs> we have a shot of riku like sitting on the ground and just going why why do you have the key blade and roxas going shut up and like slashing at the screen right as it cuts out
1: because fuck you that's why
0: i mean basically um one sec this one's kind of cool so i'm gonna uh, crop this down so the will post
1: and then just to give you a time check we're at about 15 minutes
0: okay we damn we're getting so close Uh, I'll see how far we get, and then I might end up leaving it up to you if you want to finish out uh, or or not, just depending on where we are. Um, And then, oh, man, I actually really, really like the effect here. Um, We switch over to Roxas waking up in his bed and, like, swinging his feet off. You know, like, when you get out of bed, just kind of swinging your feet off and putting them on the floor. Um, Yeah. But as he does, it, like, switches him and Sora, like, it's blinking like Sora's image over Roxas and it's just, it's a really neat effect. I really like this shot.
1: Oh yeah, I can see, I can see his shoes.
0: Yeah. Um, and then we get the title card for the sixth day. And I don't know if you can quite tell in the picture that I post, um, when the title card for the sixth day flashes up, um, some doves fly by, um, Roxas's window. And of course it's going to make me crop this down one second. This might make it easier to see, though, actually. And for one very, I'm talking like a frame or two, very brief shot in between two doves passing by his window, instead of it showing Roxas, uh, you actually see Sora standing in his bedroom window. Oh, shit. Yeah. um, So that's happening. Uh, Ro- Roxas gets out of bed. um does the whole that where he's looking out and it shows the sixth day. um, Shows him going to the usual spot and he's just like, man, I could not sleep last night. Uh, But Hainer pins no let ignore him. They don't respond to him at all. To which he's worried. He goes, well, you know, what's going on? Why are you you not talking to me? And he goes over to tap Hainer on the shoulder and he's like, guys, I'll just let this this picture post in and uh, let it speak for itself. Okay, good, it did post. Do you see it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. He goes to touch Hainer and like his hand just phases through Haner's back. And well, the guy do what?
1: I said, well, shit.
0: Yeah. Um. It's officially sadness time because the guys all just run past him uh, for whatever reason. Like, lit- Hain- he's positioned so that Haner literally just phases right through him, and Olette and Pence just kind of go on either side. They don't realize that he's there. Um, He finds the picture of the four of them just kind of sitting off to the side somewhere, but he's not in it anymore. It's just the three of them. Dude. Yeah. Um, So um, he goes out to the alleyway, you know, kind of trying to just run after them, basically. Uh, Some dusts appear and block his path, and uh, Axel shows up uh, saying that he's been given these icky orders to destroy Roxas if Roxas doesn't go back with him. And Roxas is like, but we're we're best friends, right? And Axel's like, well, sure, but I'm not getting turned into a dust. For wait, wait a second, you remember now? And Roxas goes, um, yes. <laughs> he's like, great, yeah. but but you know, I got I got to make sure and all. So, um, uh, what's our boss's name? And Roxas just blinks at him. And he's like, ah. Axel goes, I can't believe this. I guess you really have forgotten. And um, he summons his chakrams but you can tell on his face he does not want to do this. Um, Roxas picks up a stick and summons the keyblade, kind of like using the stick as a medium or something like that for it, I guess. I don't know. Um, and this is where we get a new, one of those little squiggly dudes. This one's called an assassin. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, these guys, these guys, assholes to fight. Uh, they will go into the ground and you won't be able to hit them unless um Except for, um, if you, I think if you use a magic attack, that'll knock them out of the ground. Um, I know a combo finisher will knock them out of the ground. So, like, your moves will still continue as if you were hitting them. It just won't do any damage. Uh, or if they start, like, swinging at you and you block their attack, that'll knock them out of the ground. And then you can actually fight them. But otherwise, they can be kind of a pain to fight because they'll keep doing that. Um, but so you fight kind of a group of Dusks and Assassins um after those are defeated axel like rears back with one of his chakrams to to attack roxas but then he freezes or uh, everything freezes including axel uh you hear Diz this' uh, voice kind of just disembodied saying roxas to the mansion the time has come <coughs> sorry i'm gonna cut that right. out um <laughs> Uh, Roxas trying the thing that worked for him before shouts Hainer, Pence, and Olette's names. Um, this time it doesn't do anything. Everything is still frozen. The Keyblade officially stays with Roxas now. It hasn't gone away um, because as you're running through the town to get to the mansion, more of those dudes in white show up for you to fight along the way. Uh, but once you leave the area, um, we get a cutscene that looks like time has unfrozen for Axel. And then he goes, the Roxas that I know is long gone. Fine. I see how it is. Um, Roxas gets to the mansion and there's still a big old lock that's been on the gate. <laughs> and Roxas goes, C- don't call me and then lock me out. Which, l- right as he says that, the gate unlocks and he's able to like run in. Um, and Ansem, still with his hood up for whatever reason, I don't know, doesn't matter. Uh, I guess he just likes it that way, shows up to fight some of the Dusks off. And you can kind of tell in these pictures, uh, but he is holding a very familiar sword that I will show you the sword here in a second, too, because it's kind of hard to see in those pictures. Um, It's the
1: sharp, shiny, pointy thing.
0: The what? 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 What?
1: The sharp, shiny, pointy thing. The one I like.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, The one that looks like a like a bat wing.
1: Yeah, the one I like, aside from the Halloween town one.
0: There you go. Yeah, that's the big. Yeah, he's, uh, he's using Soul Eater, the weapon that Riku had, which I'm sure, you know, that doesn't mean anything at all. Um, one sec. Still trying to get this one to post. There he goes. Okay. (laughs) Woof. Okay. Um, but, uh, so Roxas runs into the mansion. Uh, you fight a few more, um, Dusks and Creepers once you actually get inside. And I think a few more, um, a couple more assassins are mixed in too. Because why the hell not? Um, he goes into the room where he and Naminé actually were talking earlier, uh, sees this picture of himself that Naminé drew, and starts getting just just a real bad headache, and um, gets a memory flash of himself walking through this place that is just called Dark City. Like, it doesn't give you a title card or anything for it, I forget exactly when you find out that, that that's what it's called. But honestly, what else am I going to call it? It's a Dark City. <laughs> um but yeah he he gets a flashback of himself in an organization cloak uh walking through dark city and axel is like hanging out off to the side just going so your mind's made up and roxas goes why did the keyblade choose me i have to know and the cutscene ends with axel just shouting at him you can't turn on the organization um but so it comes out of that um roxas and nominate now are talking and roxas goes organization 13 they're a bad group right and nominate says bad good i don't really know they're a group of incomplete people who wish to be whole and to that end they're desperately searching for something that that something being kingdom hearts um roxas uh says that he's he finally wants to ask the thing that he feels like he's been avoiding asking this whole time he says what's gonna happen to me now And Naminé starts to answer, but then just, like, disappears with, like, a digital kind of effect instead. And wouldn't you know it? Diz is here. Diz is here again, everybody. It's Diz. Diz is here. Um, Motherfucker. Yeah, I hate Diz so much, man. Um, He tells Roxas that no knowledge can change his fate, to which Roxas still says, I don't care. I have the right to know. And Diz says, a nobody doesn't have the right to know, or even to be. Or no, it doesn't even have the right to be. It's like, shit, dude, alright. So, Rox is like, well, what is a nobody? Uh, To which, before Diz can say something else that was probably mean and cryptic, uh, Ansem teleports into the room and is like, he's like, Diz, there's no more time, there are too many nobodies. Uh, But nominee is kind of off to the side now when diz teleported in he had her like basically kind of like shoved behind him like you be quiet now <laughs> and she's like roxas nobody's like us or only half a person you won't disappear you'll be whole and <laughs> roxas i guess having only heard half of that saying uh, sentence says i'll disappear and <laughs> it's like no no she said you won't disappear she specifically said you will not disappear. Oh, but well, yes, yeah,
1: but actually no.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, before <clears throat> before nominee can say anything else, though, uh, Diz like, puts a hand over her mouth and um, tries to shove her into the portal that Ansem came in here with. Uh, she manages to shake him off long enough, and she says, Roxas, we'll meet again, and then we can talk about everything. I may not know it's you, and you may not know it's me, but we will meet again someday soon. I promise. And then the portal like vanishes and they're all three gone. And um, you pick up nominee sketches because, OK, technically you can go into a different room first and it's like there's a chalk drawing on a table that it's like, oh, man, if only I had like a picture to tell me what I had to draw here. Uh, so but you get you get nominee sketches and you can go back and actually finish that drawing. And when you do, fucking the whole ass floor in the library of this mansion just vanishes because that's how that works of course um we do get a this is where it actually finally shows in the regular cutscenes that big throne room um they all just have this symbol here on the floor that i guess they're just always staring down at um so it shows it swirls around shows all of uh the hooded people the black cloak people uh organization 13 people like sitting in their own chairs shows that symbol on the floor and then basically the camera's like kind of constantly swirling around and so it just ends uh showing roxas in his in his cloak uh in his chair um but yes do what
1: he's sitting with the big boys
0: i know (laughs) he's got the look it's it's not as noticeable here but i think we come back to it later on or something like that i don't remember he has like the lowest one (laughs) (laughs) There's <laughs> <laughs> the closest to the ground and it was like well fine fuck you i guess right fuck you too. um oh no i got ahead of myself it was when he goes into the basement you see diz's big dumb computer and roxas gets a headache and that's when you get the uh the little memory flash of him in <clears throat> in his gotcha. organization cloak in his his chair um As it's panning around the room, uh, some of them have got their hoods up, some of them do not. The only ones that have their hoods down are the ones that were in Chain of Memories that we've technically seen before. (laughs) Because the game is like, nope, nope, you don't know these people yet. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, fine, I guess. Um, We get a flashback of Roxas just running through that dark city, this time being chased by Dusks. Um, We get another shot of Riku asking why Roxas has the (coughs) Keyblade. And Roxas saying, Roxas being like, shut up! And, like, slashing at Riku. But this time we see that Riku, like, threw his, threw the other keyblade up in time to block it. And, like, sent Roxas fucking flying back. And he, so Roxas gets knocked the fuck out. Um, we get a shot of Roxas kind of sitting on, like, a little vent thing. Um, just dazed and knocked out uh, while uh, Diz is talking to Ansem uh and saying uh basically saying this will work uh if we can maintain the simulated town until nominee finishes fixing Sora's memories and um but he does say Roxas will need another personality to hide him um until he can give ba- give back the half of Sora's power that he contains to which Ansem is like poor thing and he's like eh, it goes, that's eh, the fate of a nobody which again fuck dude and then Roxas does something that I've been wanting to do ever since I first saw this stupid fucking computer. And he just wails on it with his keyblade. <laughs> and uh, it's, so, it's so good because afterward, if you examine the computer again, it'll pop up a little box, uh, a little dialogue box saying, this probably won't ever work again. And that's like, yeah, probably not. I'm going to bet <clears throat> no. No, in fact, it turns out it will not. Um, just, just a guess. Just an educated guess uh but breaking the computer opens a door off to the side for some stupid reason um axel shows up and this time roxas actually does fully remember him because he's regained his memories now axel is like oh so you really do remember me this time i'm so flattered and like just creates a wall of fire around them he says but you're too late and so roxas gets out two fucking keyblades it's hard. I couldn't get a good picture with both of them, but it's Oathkeeper and Oblivion. Um, I can pull up a picture of each one separately if you need me to, to just remember what each one looks like. I'll look gonna, them up. Yeah, of course, it's going to make me crop this one. Hang on a sec.
1: And just a heads up, we're just about out of time.
0: Uh, of course we are. Um, come on, come on. You can do it. You can boast. There it goes. Um, <clears throat> oh, nice. But uh, yeah, no, exactly. Um, so obviously, you, Roxas wins this fight um, as Axel, he's not really, like, fading away, it's more like he's summoning a portal around himself, um, he's like, we, we flash back to that other cutscene from before, uh, with, uh, when, Rox- when Axel said, you can't just, uh, you can't just turn on the organization, he goes, you get on their bad side and they'll destroy you, Roxas goes, no one would miss me, and Axel's like, that's not true, I would, and then it Like, you get that as the fight ends, and it cuts back to, like I said, Axel kind of... You can tell from the deaths in Chain of Memories that this isn't him dying and fading away. It's more that he's, like, summoning a portal around himself. He He tells Roxas, hey, let's meet again in the next life, to which Roxas says, yeah, I'll see you then. And Axel goes, silly, just because you have a next life, and then just disappears. (laughs) Um. This is where, I know we're, like, probably right at the end, so I will leave it up to you. Yeah, the timer
1: just went off.
0: Okay, yeah, so we have literally one cutscene left in the the prologue, so I will leave it up to you if you want to go ahead and just finish, or leave off here with this one cutscene for the next time.
1: It's just one cutscene?
0: Yeah, it's just the one cutscene.
1: Let's do that, and then the question Because I've got to get some sleep. I'm falling asleep yeah. here. <laughs> uh,
0: technically, two cutscenes because it's like one really short one, and then it makes you walk through a door your own damn self, and then the rest of the cutscene. You lied like, to me, okay. I count that as one. You lied. Yeah. Um. But you walk into a different room, and you can see Donald and Goofy and their little sleepy pods. I'm sorry,
1: you see Donald, Goofy, and
0: what? In their little, like, sleepy Pod things that they've been
1: just okay. in stasis
0: for or in. okay. And then you go you go in the, the bigger room and Diz is here again. Yay, yay Diz. We we love we love to see Diz. Fuck. Yeah, fuck him. Oh no so um, uh, but anyway, Diz Diz goes at last, the Keyblade's chosen one, and Roxas is like, Are you talking to me or to Sora? And Diz says, I'm talking to half of Sora, of course. So, like, he doesn't even recognize Roxas as being his own person, just half of Sora, which, like, again, fuck you, dude. Um, Yeah. Diz uh, says that Roxas uh, er, resides in darkness, but he needs someone who, as he says, he needs someone who can move about the realm of light and destroy Organization 13. To which Roxas asks, now that he can finally fucking talk to Diz, he's like, who even are you? And Diz says, he is a servant of the world. And he goes, and if I am a servant, that makes you a tool at best. Like, dude, fuck you. Um, Um, yeah. (sighs) Roxas, doing the thing I've been wanting to do this entire time, like, goes, is that supposed to be funny? Because I'm not laughing. And he summons his Keyblade and, like, runs and tries to attack Diz. But, of course, it's not really. It's not the real Diz. Diz isn't really here. He de- Roxas kind of like though. do what
1: a for effort though
0: yeah um, the is there <laughs> he basically like phases through him and is like sorry I couldn't actually be here in person this is only a data-based projection and Roxas j- saying something I agree with 100% says I hate you so much which you are right to do Roxas hold on to that. And Diz says, you should share some of that hatred with Sora. He's far too nice for his own good. Why do I have fat too nice written in my notes? That's not a thing. There we go. <laughs> and Roxas goes, no, my heart belongs to me. And he tries to attack Diz again, but of course it doesn't do anything. Um, Diz just disappears as uh, the pod opens, and we see our sleepy boy just, just floating, just floating, taking a nap. <clears throat> and uh, as as the pod completely opens, Roxas just kind of like looks up at him and he says Sora, you're lucky. It looks it looks like my summer vacation is over.
1: Oh.
0: And that's the end of the prologue to Kingdom Hearts 2.
1: Jesus.
0: We we get one last shot of him talking to Sora and then we get, <laughs> then we finally get the fucking title card. Finally. Yeah. Jesus yeah so that's been the beginning of the sadness
1: (laughs) i don't like the sadness
0: i know so um before we get into questions how you feeling
1: apprehensive
0: yeah that's fair (laughs) that's i mean
1: i'm liking the game definitely i think and i think also when i go back and like actually watch some of the let's plays i think that'll help because right now it's a little bit confusing
0: yeah, just I mean yeah, just me like don't saying back it.
1: and forth stuff and I can't actually see it. But I think once I go through and I'm able to actually watch the let's play, I think that'll help clear it up a little bit.
0: Yeah. But no, um, I'm
1: I'm digging it so far.
0: Really so yeah, it would have that... been,
1: you know, could have lived my whole life without seeing Ed Hardy wannabe again, but it is what it is.
0: <laughs> he is still here. Fuck. <laughs> okay. So yeah, questions. Um Oh, actually, let me see if there were any from last time that we didn't get to do. Da, 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 da. Okay, yeah, we had one from Flutterdark for day four, uh, basically just saying no. I th- we no, I think we talked about this. Him asking in universe, how do you think they managed to get the balls to just pop out of people for struggle? That's and I think I think we just agreed they have them like in their pockets or something. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, Deep Sea asked uh, which of the seven wonders of Twilight Town. Uh, would you most like to see and uh, which of the things that happens at each one would you like to like see or experience um <clears throat> basically if you remember it was the steps that didn't actually count different uh going up and down the wall that shot beach balls at you um the the tunnel with mysterious moaning i guess that would be interesting to explore <laughs> <laughs> The doppelganger that came out of the waterfall. Um, The bag that, like, ran around. Has a dog in it? Yeah, has a dog in it. That one I don't want to be real, because that's fucked up. Um, The ghost train and the mansion. And I guess of the the seven, the one I would most like to be real would be the ghost train, because that just sounds badass.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think for me it'd be a tie between the ghost train or the quote-unquote haunted mansion.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, da, 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 da. okay, so, yeah, okay, one more from, uh, last time is one from Deep Sea that had ended up being spoilered, uh, since now we know that, um, I know it was kind of speeding along there toward the end, but basically Roxas was in a simulated Matrix computer version of Twilight Town. That's where all of these six days have been, in just a fake-ass Twilight Town. So... <sighs> That said, uh, Deep Sea's question is, are Vivi, Foo, Rai, and Cypher just digital beings? To which, um, based on the wording, I think uh, what she's asking is, like, do you think any of these people are real, or are they just in the computer? I already know the answer to this, so what do you think?
1: Oh, I know, I'm thinking. Because, like, part of me wants to say only digital just because the last whose name is Cypher, which, you know, is... When I hear it, you know, I think C Y P H E R which makes you think of the Matrix and how nothing oh, is real. About there. That. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with yeah, I think they're just digital.
0: Okay. Hold hold on to that. We'll find out later on eventually, of course. <laughs> Put a pin in um, that. Yeah, there we go. I'll just hang on to that one. So getting into <clears throat> the current questions, let me just double check. I don't think we had one on Twitter, but I just want to make sure. Okay, no, we did not. <clears throat> so Flutter Dark has like he's got his questions itemized by the day. Day four, um, if the two of us, me and you, Stephen versus Cat, were to fight and say the goal is like disarm instead of knocking balls out stuff like that, uh, who would win? With we, our weapons being the standard struggle bats, so me with a foam bat versus. <laughs>
1: I fight dirty. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's absolutely fair. I'm uncoordinated, and I fall down easily, um, and I haven't gone into it in a whole ton of detail because this never come up, but I have a muscle condition, so I'm not going to be good at a long fight either. So unless I can get a lucky shot in within the first like couple minutes, yeah, you're going to win this thing.
1: See, and I tend to just go in and just start wailing away until my opponent stops moving, so...
0: Yeah, <laughs> which would make me surrender, because I'd be sitting there, like, just kind of holding the bat up, like, no, 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 stop it!
1: If <laughs> <laughs> well, they're arc, I'd kick Steven's ass.
0: There we go. Officially um, stated for the record on the podcast. Hooray for that. Uh, <laughs> day five. What stupid childhood rumors do you remember, gaming or otherwise? And also, what's your favorite Twilight Town wonder?
1: Well, we just went over the Twilight Town wonders.
0: Yeah, well, which one is your favorite, though? Well, I guess, actually, that's kind of the same question. Yeah, my favorite is the Ghost Train, because that's neat. I'd say Ghost Train, too. Yeah. If I had to pick
1: between it and the mansion, I would do Ghost Train.
0: Yeah. um, As far... I don't remember... I don't... (coughs) Excuse me. I don't, like, remember any weird rumors from my childhood that I would want to be real. Um, I went to a private school, so... I guess I could say I wish, or I guess I could say God. (laughs) That's probably going to make somebody mad. Uh, (laughs) Sorry in advance if it does. Uh, So, like, the only real rumors that I ever ran into were, like, the Mew under a truck in Pokemon. The what now in Pokemon? The the rumor that Mew was, like, underneath a truck in Pokemon or, like... Like, like he was it,
1: hidden in there or something.
0: Yeah, like, those were, like, the only kind of rumors I ever, like, encountered was just stuff like that. So, actually, I do sort of wonder what a world where that actually happened is like, and maybe it's just like... Mean, the only thing with, I like, really
1: remember is, like, when Pokemon was big and everything, you know, the whole Lavender Town thing.
0: Yeah, I remember that one.
1: That's pretty much the main one that I remember, because my friends and I were like, on the one hand, we were, like, laughing, like, oh, yeah, that's not real, but on the other hand, we were, like,
0: scared to test it out. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah um yeah no fair uh dang it what was it again like the music was like driving kids or like making kids go into a coma or something like the
1: music it was something like the music was at a certain like pitch or a certain key that was i don't remember what exactly it did to the kids but it was like supposedly causing like issues okay i remember well, I there was- being I think it was depending on what rumor you listened to. Some of it, it was it would cause the kids to have seizures or go into a coma, or it would cause like they would actually like alter their behavior depending
0: okay, on the rumor that you listen to. I Think I kind of remember those. I remember there being rumors about a banned Pokemon episode um, about or that had Porygon in it that gave Japanese kids seizures, and that one did turn out to be real. Yeah, so, I'll tell you, that
1: wasn't a rumor that did happen because it was yeah. the, flashing, the flashing lights were so <laughs> intense.
0: Yeah, I just feel so bad for that because after that, since that episode, Porygon has barely made any appearances in the show. Mostly just if it's showing like a whole big, like, welcome to the world of Pokemon. And now we're going to show you all of them just kind of sliding across the screen, stuff like that.
1: I mean, to be fair though, because Porygon in the real world doesn't really do much.
0: And then you put it into a computer world, it pretty much breaks the system. Well, no, the thing is, in the episode, it's not Porygon's fault. <laughs> They're riding on a Porygon because they've gone inside a computer. It's Pikachu's fault. Um, I think Team Rocket like shoots a missile at them and Pikachu zaps it with his thunderbolt. And then that's what causes like the flashing lights because it's the explosion from the missile blowing up combined with Pikachu's thunderbolt. So it's like, I just feel so bad because like Porygon got shafted for something he didn't even do. <laughs> <laughs> something, he did, something the poor weird little <laughs>
1: crystal duck thing didn't even do. I know.
0: <laughs> mm. um, oh, geez. What is uh, Flutterdark's day six question? Uh, so, Cat, why do you think Roxas can dual-wield? I, again, breezed by it, but Roxas was dual-wielding um, two Keyblades there in the fight against Axel. I think it's
1: because he's, I mean, part of it and the, again, obviously this is major spitballing because I don't know for sure. But I think part of it is because you know he's "quote unquote half Sora but he also is still his own person too so maybe that's it he can wield two because he's technically in a way
0: two different people. Mm mm-hmm. interesting. I will not or comment. I guess on has
1: this. the consciousness of two different people, I guess.
0: This is an interesting possibility. I will not comment. Will not comment. That's my that. guess. Um I did when I did go ahead and find a picture of uh Oathkeeper and Oblivion so I'm gonna go ahead and put that in the uh chat real quick too and some reports let me flip over I like both of those yeah um the white one is is Oathkeeper that one's actually my favorite keyblade so far the black one is Oblivion so those were the two that that Roxas was using okay yeah here we go (laughs) how would you react if your friends just phased through you and the whole town ended up being void of people I would cry probably is what would happen
1: <laughs> i would have an anxiety attack
0: yeah um yeah so much You're like what the fuck is going on so so very much all of it just so much of it is happening um uh well uh, next one while i think it's obvious that um or er, and basically just saying he thinks this one's obvious but for me to double check just in case um how did you like your time in <laughs> basically um Fake Twilight Town has come to be known as like Twilight dot Town, or um, <clears throat> as everyone else calls it, simulated Twilight Town or data Twilight Town. Um, so, how did I kind of ask that as we finished up the prologue? But yeah, how did you like our time these two episodes in the fake ass digital Twilight Town? Creepy, <laughs> right? Setting a real weird tone here. Would for not recommend. Game. Who did you say zero out of ten would not recommend?
1: I said two out of ten would not recommend. Uh
0: da, da, da. Okay, this one is one for next time, actually, since we didn't quite get to it. Um, I actually, just in case, I'm gonna pen this one. There we go. Okay. Anyway, uh da, da, da. one from Sidemon. How do you think Roxas and his friends met each other and became friends again within the world of digital? To- di- bay, 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 bay. Digital Twilight Town. <clears throat> I think Roxas and Hainer got into a fight one day and, decided, and became friends afterward.
1: They both reached for the last sea salt ice cream at the same time.
0: <laughs> and God. then duked
1: it out. And then they became friends after it.
0: There we go. And like, Pence and Olette were like, already Hainer's friends. And we're just like, what are you idiots doing? And they're like, well, we're friends now.
1: <laughs> they were the two that were like, you guys know there's more in the back, right?
0: <laughs> no.
1: After they've already beat the shit out of each other, then they're like, you know, there's like more
0: in the I like it. I like this headcanon that we've come up with. It's very good. Right. Okay. Um, K- Casey's got some questions. Uh, what is your ideal summer uh, summer vacation activity? <clears throat> I'd I say really just know.
1: relaxing, being able to do what I want. Because like one day yeah. I might want to go lay out by the pool, but on another day I might <laughs> want to stay inside and read or play video games.
0: I do like to go to the pool and splash around. Uh, my favorite. Vacations obviously have always been to like Disney World. <laughs> so go to the parks. Very true. Yeah. Um, what it, What's a summertime treat that you'd love to have? You know, for all of the hyping up that it gets, I do want to try the sea salt ice cream. I know something, just ice cream in general is always good.
1: Yeah, I would want, if I could still have it, my mamma's homemade either peach or strawberry ice cream. Those were both Ooh, amazing. There you go. They were so good. She did fresh fruit in it.
0: Ooh, there you go.
1: Yeah. Homemade from scratch, like in the ice cream machine with fresh mm. peaches or strawberries. She made that at the family reunions and oh my God, it was so good.
0: Oh, right. Hang on. Uh, what, what summer is finally over and the spirit of Halloween or what if, okay, ba-ba-ba. summer is finally over and the spirit of Halloween takes over Twilight Town. What bootleg Kingdom Hearts character costumes do you get? <laughs> what copyright dodging name does it have? So, like, um, mm-hmm. my favorite example is always, apparently I've never seen this one in person, but I've seen Sacha Baron Cohen talk about it. Apparently there is, like, a knockoff Borat costume somewhere out there that's just called, like, Idiot Foreigner or something like that. <laughs> like, okay, that's a that's a thing that you called it? Sure. Mm. Mm. I got it.
1: <laughs> I, would, I would be... <laughs> Anger. I would be anger management duck
0: <laughs> yes oh my god a knockoff Donald this just called like anger management duck yep um a knockoff version of the organization hood that just says mystery coat but what what would the name be mystery coat there you go yeah <laughs> um Casey's next question Casey hit us with a bunch uh, once she found out that we were uh, Alright. Yeah yeah yeah. Casey Casey hit us with a bunch. Um she came in here and edited one of hers, I swear to God. Um <laughs> what fictional ice cream flavor would you want to make a reality? There is other sea salt ice cream, so I'm gonna say that one's off the table. Um I don't actually know any other fictional ice cream flavors.
1: I know. I'm gonna Google
0: fictional ice cream. There you go. i left my phone in the living room or else I'd check it too. Fictional ice cream flavors.
1: Here I'm pulling up Google on my tablet.
0: That works too. See. Okay. No, this one's talking about a place that has flavors inspired by
1: Ice Cream Flavors of Fiction. Oh, those are like okay, those are like puns on books.
0: Yeah. I think you might have been looking at the same one I was.
1: Probably. Um
0: Dang. Fictional ice cream
1: flavors named for uncomfortable PMS symptoms.
0: Okay. I have
1: to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It, okay, so we have flavors such as I need some more. That one looks like it might be like a mint chocolate chip. Uh, Ooh, that is don't good. Come though. Near. There's a don't come near me. That looks like rocky road. I think I'm dying. <laughs> oh, it's no. strawberry. Oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> it's, it's don't come near me. I need some more, and I think I'm dying.
0: <laughs> that's actually that's very good oh my goodness
1: that that's good marketing right there
0: it really is though is the thing
1: so maybe instead of like fictional ice cream because we can't really think about we can't really think i of know fiction, i feel bad for this. Just, i
0: can't find any
1: well what if we just like think of a flavor that probably doesn't exist that we wish would
0: maybe uh some kind of combination of cotton candy and chocolate
1: i would want to try a lingonberry ice cream
0: because
1: mm. i have had lingonberry before fictional snacks okay let me just say i absolutely <coughs> adore casey's next question when we get to it
0: first thing that came up when i googled fictional snacks is a picture of chucky finster holding a reptar bar so let's get some reptar bar ice cream and Scooby they actually did
1: those they released those for a limited time at one point
0: oh dude really yeah
1: well, uh someone that i used to work with back in louisville she got a bunch of them i didn't get to try one But yeah, like, I'm sure you could probably even still find it on Amazon. But yeah, they actually, it was for one of like the movies or an anniversary or something, but they actually released Reptar Bars.
0: Nice. Okay, there we go, then. This one's actually cheating because it used to not be real, but it is now. I still want to try the gray stuff from Beauty and the Beast.
1: Oh, yeah, that was on a BuzzFeed. That was on a Facebook try not to eat challenge.
0: Yeah, yeah, because they, now that they have a Beauty and the Beast restaurant, one of their desserts is just called the gray stuff. Oh, so it's sweet. I I assume I haven't actually tried it because I haven't been to that restaurant. Because I mean, if they're both up like. So that's the question: in is, is the gray stuff sweet or savory? I gotta I gotta think sweet. Hang on, I think I've the gray stuff. There we go, the gray stuff. Disneyland. Okay, it's white chocolate mousse, red velvet cake, and a raspberry center. Oh, okay. Ooh.
1: See, you normally I'm not a fan of white chocolate, but I am all about the red velvet cake and the raspberry. Except we cut the white chocolate. I would try
0: that. I'm going to go ahead and pop this picture in the Musketeer chat, uh, because Nero, I'm pretty sure, is offline right now, so the next time they log in, they'll just be like, what? Wait, you're doing what in the Musketeer chat? There we go. Posting a picture of the gray stuff.
1: Ooh! <laughs> yeah, right? That looks good. They actually managed <laughs> to make gray stuff look appetizing.
0: I know! It, honestly, it looks like just a lump of gray um, cake icing, which is it really Which does. It looks really like
1: somebody went, it just looks like somebody went ham with a frosting bag. I'd try it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I got lost. Hang on. There it is. Mailbag. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is the one that she came back and edited after you posted that Roxas has been officially <laughs> renamed uh, Rox-Roxy. Uh,
1: that was Steven's doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I misspoken. Now, you know what? Screw it. Official Disney minus canon Roxas as a trans girl yep. who goes it's by who prefers roxy um, <laughs> our Roxy and company eating sea salt ice cream on the clock tower just the child equivalents to Hank Boomhauer, Dale, and Bill drinking beer in the alley and you know what? Yes, yes. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we gotta answer this right we gotta answer it right yep Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: damn straight man
0: oh man, I'm this king of the hell dude damn straight man I'm eating sea
1: salt ice cream on the clock tower man <laughs>
0: God. Okay. Okay. Actually, let's go a little bit further. Uh, let's take this. Let's run with it. Who is, which one? Who's our Hank? Uh, who's Dale? Who's Boomhauer? And who's Bill? Who Uh, who is, who is the Dale of Hainer, Pence, Olette, and Roxas?
1: i say it's Roxas, because he's the one going around talking about falling off clock towers when he's just sitting there.
0: God, you're right. He's the one seeing all the weird shit. He is... He ends up being the Dale, doesn't he? Oh my god. Um, yep. I guess that makes Hainer probably Hank.
1: Or Olette, because she seems to be the more slightly sane of the group.
0: That's true. She's the one that made them do home- actually do their homework. I'd uh, say so, Olette's more of Hank. There we go. Olette is Hank. Uh, which one's Bill and which one's Boomhauer? I guess... Uh, not the one with the headband. The other
1: dude is Boomhauer.
0: Oh, uh, Hainer. Hainer's is Boomhauer then. Yeah.
1: Hainer's is Boomhauer.
0: <laughs> and I guess that makes Pence Bill. Yep. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm going to have to see if we... I don't know if there's any kind of edit to that that we can find anywhere. Kingdom Hearts. I'm sure we can. Kingdom Hearts, King of the Hill. Oh my god, I found one where someone edited Hank to... <laughs> to be holding a keyblade and this just captioning Gat Dang Heartless. Nice. Oh my god, that's great. That's so very good. Oh my god, someone put Dale in uh Ansemus cloak from the first one. <laughs> okay, okay, I found one I'm gonna post into the chat later on. We gotta we got like two more questions left. <clears throat> Okay, Casey's last question—the last one that we have for this episode—purely hypothetical and not related to anything at all that will happen in the near future of this video game. But if you only had one week to, uh, one week left of life, what would you want to do? Cat, you've only got a week left to live. What are you doing? Anyway, I'm switching back
1: to the thing. Uh, I've only had a week. Uh, do okay. I'm gonna answer this question and then I'm gonna tell you guys. One of my new hires at work, actually, I walked in on them answering this exact question at one point.
0: Oh, crap. I think you told me about this.
1: Yeah. So basically, I was walking around it. They had their little meeting at the end of the day. So they were all off the phones and they were just waiting. And I happened to walk up just in time to hear one of them go, I'm just saying, if the world's ending in a week, I'm trying cocaine. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: (laughs) You did tell me about that. That's incredible. God the newts like, are Oh weird. my
1: god, Julian. As far as what I'm going to do, um hmm. At this point I would probably just drive back to I would try to see as many people as I could, like see my friends and family here and then try to go back to Kentucky. Yeah? See my friends that I haven't seen since I moved.
0: Uh What kind of crimes can you do in a week?
1: Well, I'll say and I would also try to do uh, as many crimes
0: as I could on the way. Cuz what are you going to do? Arrest a dead guy? Right i would okay spend a couple spend the first couple days learning how to be a hacker and then like clear everybody's student loan debt or something there we go i feel like i'd do a bad job but also i'm gonna be dead so it doesn't i would really
1: want to experience taking like a crowbar to someone's car
0: yeah you know that
1: too but i would find somebody that deserved it i wouldn't just target any random car
0: i'd dig my key into the side of their pretty little souped up four-wheel drive uh, carve my name into their leather seats.
1: I mean, I am from Louisville, so I know I can get my hands on a slugger.
0: <laughs> take a Yeah, exactly. We'd take a Louisville slugger to all uh, to their headlights, um, slash a slash hole in, a all, hole four in all four tires. And this doesn't even have to be because someone cheated. This is just, why not? Maybe next time they'll... He, <laughs> maybe could've next time they'll
1: and, he could've just cut me off in traffic.
0: Maybe next time they'll think about being around when I've only got a week left to live. <laughs> preach (laughs) oh my god when i was when i was more of a dumbass that song actually used to piss me off because i was like you're just gonna get yourself arrested and it's like not the point past steven (laughs) right (laughs) that's a problem for future steven okay um so that was the final question i have posted something fun into the kingdom hearts channel that i found
1: i'm switching over hang on (laughs) The alerts don't pop up on my tablet because I had to turn them off. They kept waking me up when. One... Oh that's my god. Fair. I love it. I know, right? It's beautiful. <laughs> Single um, power garden is gonna unleash the heart of the last princess of Nova Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Riku,
0: that's Asinine. <laughs> I love it. Oh, just very good. Um, And then I guess because there are so few results if you type in Kingdom Hearts King of the Hill one of them is I think this was from an episode of Drawfee? No. No, it's not from Drawfee, but someone did a fan art of Hank Hill as a stand user.
1: I also found one where somebody superimposed Bobby's face on a Naruto.
0: Oh my god. And it (laughs) actually kind of works. It's very good.
1: I'm going to see if it'll let me copy it. It's a little bit weird on a tablet, but hang on. I'm going to see if it'll let me drop it into the chat. Or into the Kingdom Hearts. Let me see. Maybe no.
0: Really, you're just gonna
1: post a freaking link?
0: Of course. Okay, let's try this again.
1: Like it's different on my tablet than it is on my phone.
0: No, nah, that's fair.
1: Okay, let's do this. What if I do that image? Now, will you let me copy it? No, <clears throat> no, I'm not. even don't give my tablet ideas. <laughs> it won't let me do it right now. So I'll get it in the morning because my phone's out in the living room. Anyway, though,
0: yes, yeah, I'll do it then. Okay, that does uh, take care of this episode. So we will go ahead and go into the plugs um, next time that we do our, or rather, on our next reverse rebirth, rebirth episode. We will, I guess, officially be starting Kingdom Hearts two. We'll
1: finally, actually, start the game.
0: Hooray! So yeah, just from now on, just know that um, Roxas' summer vacation is over. Hopefully he did his homework. No. No, he no. didn't, remember? We saw. Oh,
1: that's right, he never did. Well, shit,
0: Roxas. <laughs> anyway, plugs. Um, as always, I will start with Nero, since they aren't on this ep- these episodes. Um, you can find them on Twitter, at Dragon Uh They also have another podcast that they do uh, talking about Shira ra uh, called the Podcast of Power, which you can find on Twitter, at Podcast of Power. They will soon, and I'm very much looking forward to both of these, be having a Transformers podcast and a Final Fantasy XIV podcast, both of which sound like they're going to be very good. Um, uh, you can find my Twitter, though, at, uh, at Marshmallow, spelled like Marshmallow, but it has my name in it. There's a Dad Joke Twitter that I sometimes remember to post to, at Dad underscore Tastic, and you can find the Twitter for Disney Minus at Disney Minus Pod.
1: And, of course, you can find me lurking around the uh, Disney Minus Discord channel, as well as, of course, the Dis- the actual main Disney Minus podcast with Stephen and Nero on off weeks. Uh, this upcoming episode that we'll be doing this weekend or this upcoming weekend is... Did we settle Monsters, Inc., Stephen?
0: Yes, Monsters, Inc.
1: Yep, Stephen's pick, Monsters, Inc., so stay tuned for that
0: yeah uh, i wanted to do something nice for you guys don't worry about it which makes me extremely suspicious (laughs) anyway so yeah um you guys have fun um instead of our we're not doing uh disney movie this time so it's not gonna be our regular sign off but i did finally come up with a sign off that i'm gonna be doing for the reverse rebirth episodes i'm already half kingdom hearts all right then (laughs) i'm not going to explain that to you until it comes up in the series so your sign off can always just be however you react to it at the time
1: i'm sure it won't make any more sense to me after you explain it
0: exactly